Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side. It's the 49er Faithful UK show. Week one is done, and it brings with it our old friend, Victory Monday. The season starts with a bang and a borderline blowout win over the Pittsburgh Steelers, 30 points to 7. I'm Gareth Ellis, and I'm joined by some very smiley faces. It's Lee Gowell. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Paul Hope. Victory Monday, boys. Yes. And Najee Karar. Hello, everyone. So lads, you uh, you all enjoyed the game. I don't think I even need to ask that question. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I've missed the NFL. Don't know about you. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah, it's been great. Good way to start the season. And I think hopefully those of you who have done your homework have prepared three bullet points or three words to sum up the game and sum up your talking points. Let's start with Naji. He looks over prepared. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's not how we described it. I was on holiday for the weekend. Uh, no, I had just a free word, which are clean, methodical destruction. Mm. That's that's what cool. I came up with. I think you've gone for the min- minimalist approach as well. I yeah, did, definitely. Yeah. Um, it was a truly dominant performance across like all that. phases of the ball. So, what more can you say? I like that. And Lou. Carefully Dom- crafting all day. Yeah, dominant D-line, unbreakable linebackers, potent offense. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. I uh, I think I misunderstood my own uh, <laughs> challenge there and, and, and did something slightly <laughs> differently there. Uh, what I've got is a McCaffrey and BA take it all the way. Sacks and picks, he won't move in the sticks. And finally, perfect Purdy picks apart Pittsburgh, punishing Patrick Peterson. Well wow. done. That was good. Well yeah. done. That was very, did, very good. I did not have a beer earlier. <laughs> we did have in a Discord. Or a fireball, yeah. Uh, in the Discord, we had a Kenny Pickett. Yes, you can, which I thought was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah I like that. That yeah, is good. That was good. I can't remember who said it, but uh, credit to Discord, which, by the way, was pretty good. On it. I mean, when we win big, it's, it's always fun to be on the game thread, but that one so, was. In and I was in and out because I was on my phone trying to watch the game and it wasn't practical for me to be in. But uh, yeah, it was, So funny it was enough, off the back of Discord, because that's a little segue into a complete rabbit hole that will go down straight away before we get into the actual game. Wouldn't be a show otherwise. We, we might have a little bit of a trial next week. So when I set up the official mm-hmm. watch party for the Browns game, yes. Facebook, Facebook took it on itself to create a chat. Yeah. And what I noticed last night was, the first thing I noticed was, it was bloody annoying that it kept on coming up when we are trying to watch the start of the game on my iPhone. Yeah. Because the thunder and lightning had knocked out Sky. And the second thing I thought, that actually works quite well as a game day thread. Because it's all I mean, in pro- chronological order. Yeah. And you can see it very easily. Yeah. And I thought that would be a, a worth a, a try next week as the game day yeah. thread to create a chat room like that. Yeah, uh, apologies. I had to shut it down because it was something that we we have to monitor those kind of thing. Obviously, when it goes well, it's fine. When it doesn't, it's not fine. Uh, yeah, trust us. We've been there, um, so we have to keep be able to keep an eye on it. This is why I shut it down. It wasn't the intent of annoying people. It's just because we have a brand of doing things here, and we 
we're trying to do that. Um, so apologies for the people that were using it, um, but sounds like, and I think it's a good idea. We're going to do that next week uh, and see, see where it takes us. The more the, the, the better, isn't it? The more people are engaging with the platform, yeah. the better it is. That does sound like a, a good use of that little um, wanted, unwanted feature on Facebook. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll we'll tee that up, I think, on the uh, on the next episode. Where should we start? I'm going to start with with Brock Purdy. He's oh. pretty good, isn't he? Oh, he's so good. He's so good. I mean, that I, I have Fair no enough, words Paul? for how good. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> It's just, it's clean and methodical. I, it was beautiful to watch. I love, I love the guy. Absolutely. The train, by the way, if you don't have your ticket for the Brock Express, has left the station last year. We didn't stop, and we keep on going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked. Oh, yeah, he, he looked pretty poised. It was. Um, I think everybody probably felt relieved more than anything else because we weren't we weren't quite sure what to expect from his elbow. I don't think he showed any arm fatigue at all. Um, there was maybe one throw he made, and I can't quite get my head around whether or not he was trying to throw it low or he just didn't have the arm strength to do it. Um, but as it happens, it, it, it fell flat anyway. It didn't uh, cause any issues. His decision-making was reasonably okay. He held the, onto the ball too often um i think the fumbles could have been avoided if he'd get rid of the ball a little bit quicker obviously the first one he, he got back himself that was, so, that was fun <laughs> yeah and to be honest the second one i've got i've got a problem with the second one as well because that should have been a flag for helmet to helmet um yeah. but it is what it is i mean we get used to that as a 49er fan i think every every team gets crappy calls like that but it, it just it really annoys us when it happens against us, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought he showed a lot of poise. Um, I'm really excited to see how he grows into the season as he gets uh, gets his fitness back. And obviously he gets more reps with the ones. So yeah, really excited for a quarterback that came out the seventh round. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did I impress think, you, the thing is, No, the thing is, that's his, what? Ninth game, was it? Sixth yeah. start? No, seventh game? Well, I yeah. can't even remember. He's only going to get it, better. Yeah. It's it's incredible how good he is and what he does. Um, I'm so looking forward to watching him play. Go on, Tell you what was interesting last night, chaps. Um, you all know I'm in a group chat with non-Niners fans and they've been beating me with the stick about Brock Purdy. Is he a system QB? And I think everyone was saying the Steelers defense, the real deal, Brock's not going to be able to handle it. And he looked exactly like he did at the end of 2022. And I can't believe it was six months since the surgery. I mean, got the stats, Gareth, 66% of his throws, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was scrambling out of the pocket, which all Niners fans, all our hearts were like, get down, get down. Um, <laughs> that back shoulder fade to Ayuk. Oh. I mean, Beautiful. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrows throws that. It's on loop on Good Morning Football. Um, I've had a few people trying to take away from Purdy, but that throw was unbelievable. And it was against Patrick Peterson, who'd been talking a bit of trash. I love as well 
the social media element, Gareth. I've checked in online today and the team are all behind all the players. They're sharing posts of Purdy with him on his nameplate, number 13. Purdy himself spoke like a 10-year vet to the reporting team afterwards, which it's just shown the confidence. And we've all seen the photo today when he's doing the whole pointing at the face <laughs> and he's giving it all the confidence. What can you say, Gareth, about BCB? We've got our quarterback. He's QB1. And we have put a dominant performance on, like I said, at the start. So I'm smiling. I'm just hoping Lee might drop the F-bomb at some point today during the show. I know he's deserving <laughs> he, not to. He has to. Yeah, I, he I, has I'm to. It's deserving of it. No, I mean, Brock <laughs> Purdy was absolutely fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> nice dodge. Go on, Gareth. Tell us there's, what there's just There's something about the way our whole offense looks. It looks easy. He, he made easy. it look easy because it's simple. Shanahan knows how to get the players open and he knows where they're going to be open and he knows how to get the ball to him. And it's and it's simple. Uh, and he executes yeah. it perfectly. It's I, I just sat and, and marvelled. Yeah, it's a few lumps and bumps, but particularly in the second half of a game that's that's looking like it's won, um, you always get that kind of funny part of a of a game like that where people aren't quite sure whether it's should we keep playing it or. Um, but I was yeah impressed. It's every time he goes on the field, he's just more and more impressed, and I just hope that continues. But he was yeah. supported by a pretty able cast. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, should we start with him? Two touchdowns, big game. Don't be here, yeah, yeah. I mean. Tramps, 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 tramps. That's the fifth year in a row he gets better. Obviously, the season is early, um, but it just looks better and better and better the more he plays and the more he's with us. Contract year for him, um, so mm. yeah, that's going to cost us some peanuts again and quite a lot of it probably. But probably worth it if we can afford it. And it looks like our cap is pretty big, so we might be able to keep him, which is amazing. Uh, I don't think he'll be one of the guys that Lee talks about that we might get rid of um, by the end of the season. Uh, he's He's been too reliable, and and I think the connection with Brock is really, really strong. The back shoulder throw is pinpoint, and Brandon knew exactly where the ball was. Um, it, to be fair to Peterson, that was great defending. There's not a lot else he could do better. And yeah, it was a beautiful touchdown. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I bought his jersey for a reason. I knew he was going to be good. And uh, he's delivering every week. So, and, you know, it's a pick your poison offense, isn't it? This week was BA and another name we, we shall mention soon. And then he might disappear for a couple of games. I'm sure it will happen. But we know he, he's got that kind of game in him. Eight, eight catches, 130 yards, two touchdowns. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, I love him. He's great. Can anyone follow that with anything? Well, before well I we don't move... want to particularly talk about him because I left him on my bench on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> he he would have scored us 32 points in that league. Yeah, well, boo. I mean, Could've. you should trust Brandon. Come on. All I was going to say, Gareth, <laughs> is it was a cheat code last night. You talked about the target distribution, Nadji. He had only eight targets. When you look at the list, Debo sure. had seven. Kittle had six, mm-hmm. McCaffrey had five. But what was more impressive was the 129 yards, Gareth. The fact that he caught all eight. 16.1 yards per catch, 
two touchdowns, and yet that's not what I'm smiling about. That pancake block for CMC <laughs> just shows what you have to do to be a wide receiver. And before we move on, it was interesting, Nadji, that apparently for BA's first touchdown, Debo was the hot read. He was the first option, apparently, and Brock said after the game, the fact that the way it looked he was covered and Ayuk made Peterson slip over, it's shown that Brock as well is going through his progressions, which is something we used to have a knock on Jimmy. The fact that Debo was supposed to be his hot read, yet he went to Ayuk and, you know, I rocked number 11 last night, Nadji, in the casino. I wore it for a reason and I had it in all my fantasy teams, unlikely, because I knew he was going to go off. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's turning into some player, isn't he? Um, a proper WR1. Uh, and it, like you said, that connection with Brock, they seem to have perhaps put some of that time in. They just seem, sometimes you just get that, don't you? The quarterback and the receiver just immediately understand what each other's going to do. Uh, and that's, that's boding well. Usually, uh, a guy with Ike's performance would be the uh, standout man of the match, I would think, or MVP. But he had it some was. pretty stiff competition from Christian McCaffrey, who churned out 150-odd yards. Um, how good is he going to get? Can he get better in this offense? Are we going to see this every week? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Ayuk was the MVP in the Discord thread, by the way, um, I think. Deservedly so. I, mean, I know CMC had a great game, but I set the tone from from the first nap. So somebody talk what, about CMC. Come on. Well, what I think was impressive, Nadji, is we shows what we know. We talked about Jordan Mason getting more start, CMC not being used as the workhorse, and yes, that touchdown run, Gareth. We were all up on our feet up in Stockton. The, the five of us that were there, but it was the fact, Nadji, that we were efficient. We did what Carl Shanahan does. We set that Russian attack up. We were methodical. And I read an article last week, Gareth, about CMC saying that when he came last year, he just wanted to go through the first hole that he saw. And they've had to really work with him to say, just let it develop. And I think you saw that on the touchdown run where he didn't attack the first mm. gap. He waited. Then the spin move. And that sounds stupid. I'm not a running back. I'm not an expert. But the fact that CMC last year was saying, I've still got a bit more work to do. And it just shows how... We set up, and I think when we said dominant at the start, Gareth, the Steelers' defence are not one to be laughed at, yet they had no answers. And it was just a shame that I'm sat here looking a bit silly saying Jordan Mason was going to start, but 23 is 100% my next jersey purchase. <laughs> what he does on the field, <laughs> Nadji, I'm just in awe of what he does, but long may it continue. What do you say, Gareth, 151 yards? And it, it felt right. like we could probably took our foot off the gas a little bit in the second half, yeah. which is a scary thought for the rest of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think we all kind of expected that was going to be better this year than what it was last year because he's had the, all, the, the whole of the off-season to actually learn the full playbook. And Shanahan always said last year he's only going to open up certain players for him until he gets used to the playbook. So he's, he's got all the players now. So... Can he get better? I think as long as he, as long as he plays at his high level, he doesn't really need to get any better. It's just consistency and staying fit, staying healthy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's kind of looking good now for going over two thousand yards, which was one of my <laughs> yeah, predictions. So yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, coming back to the point that he's injured all the time, and the fact that we just we kept him in the game despite being a you know, 20 yeah. points, 21 points. 
and Mitchell had, uh, hang on, let me find the snap count exact. Didn't have that many. 10 snaps no. and, you know, CMC had 58. So um, I think that shows a lot of, you know, the uh, the trust that we have that it, that's that's not the guy he is. He's, he's that good and he's, he's built all right now that we can keep him. Even the game's over, we can keep him in. Um, so, and then him obviously putting a performance like this is just, yeah, that run was insane. Um, but you know, it's also just, it's just so providing a, a, the fear from the defense, you know, the defense knows that it can come at any time and that just opens up everything for everyone. Um, I do want to mention George Kittle in that conversation with CMC because I think he's such a good blocker, um, you know, on that touchdown, George is in in there, and then obviously later I you can wear my cloud on the backhand as well. Mm-hmm. I'll stand it work. Um, it, you know, it's a team effort when you got good running back, uh, running rushing attack anyway. Uh, I mean, CMC just makes it that little more easy. But oh, God, yeah, he's good. He's very very good. Um, yeah. I don't know if you chaps had the Sky Sports coverage on, which me and Lee did, and Phoebe Schechter mm-hmm. and Neil Reynolds were talking in the stadium. There was one point where Neil Reynolds had done his homework and he was talking to Phoebe Schechter about Shanahan moving the pieces around and being a very advanced system. And Phoebe was like, it's actually quite basic when you drill it down. It just has key pieces. Everyone does their job. And it was just yep. nice to see Shanahan cooking. And he looked quite calm mm-hmm. on the sideline. And I think the fact that he's got the number one defence the fact that the offense plays like that, that must just take another team's soul away. And like you said, Najee, a lot of the knock on Kittle versus Kelsey is Kittle is a blocker. But that's what we need <clears> in this game. So yeah. I, no arguments for me. Long may it continue. Another 30 points. And the emotional roller coaster. I don't even think it got out the station this week, does it, Chaps? No, no. Some people started questioning it on Discord. Do you guys have Detroit Lions 2019, Phil? And I just never had it. Not in that game. It looked too easy, didn't it? And they really struggled, which we'll talk in a bit later. But it looked, yeah, we we ever. It's just so nice to like be on third and manageable, or even on third and long, but knowing that he's just gonna he's just gonna complete it. You know, it's fourth and two, and it's the first drive of the game. That's fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, um, it's a it's a nice feeling. These people. You know, easy games. We've been, I've been craving for these for, for a few years now. Asking for easy Sundays. Uh, yeah, enjoyed and really enjoyed that one. <laughs> it was great to see the offensive side of the ball uh, rolling so, so smoothly and efficiently. Uh, and that was matched, I think, by the defensive side of the ball. Uh, carried on where they left off last year. Don't seem to have missed a beat and certainly gave what people had fancied as a much improved Pittsburgh uh, offence, a bit of a tough time in the first half, especially. Uh, I think a distinct lack of first downs. I think they got the first down at the end of the first first down at the end of the second quarter. I think that that sums it up. I mean, who can you pick out this defence? I was thinking of what it must be like being an offensive coordinator. Where do you pick the weakness in this defence? There isn't one. What, do, what what else did you see on or as the the Pittsburgh Steelers tried and and failed to unpick this defense? We're going to talk about <laughs> all pro Fred uh, not getting his pick six. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go down to discipline. 
if anything. Yeah. Because we had a lot of flags. I think it was 110 <laughs> yards. Yeah, it's a weak one, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he asked for, he asked for a weakness. At the moment, that's the weakness because every position group played well. The, the linebackers were just out of this world. I, I yeah. couldn't believe how solid they were. Excellent. The top six graded players were all on the defensive line. And I wouldn't care for me, who who I actually thought had stood who, who stood out to me, he was number six out of those players. And it was Eric Armstead. Yeah. And I thought Armstead he was absolutely that, yeah. yeah. I thought he absolutely played fantastic. Fabulous. Oh, you say that. That counts. That counts. I'm putting it. That that, that only goes down as half a point, mind. I'm putting a one. That definitely counts. (laughs) That only goes down as half a point. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe I did that. Oh, it's going to happen. You can't, you know, it's a game. Yeah, no, you're right. He was fantastic. Uh, You know, uh, we can be here and talk about sack numbers and Drake Jackson busting free and all that but if you watch the sacks most of them are either created by Hargrave or Armstead creating yeah. Harvard pushing Pickett out of the pocket and then um, Drake Jackson swiping it up which hey, you know I had a bold prediction there. about Drake Jackson going to the Pro Bowl anyway so it's did. not a bad way to start with free sacks um, yeah I, I was quite impressed with Clayton Farrell uh, who yeah. rotated a lot for Bosa because they played about the same amount of snacks, uh, snacks, snaps each. Um, but he played really, really well too. So he I was the too. second highest graded defender. Oh, there we go. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought he made a really big impact, especially on the, when they tried to run the ball and and, and he did put a lot of pressure in, in Pickett's face too. I, I I think this might be the best deal we've ever had, um, and not yeah, just agreed. because of Hargrave. Uh, I think if Armstead can play like that, and, and it, essentially Bosa was non-existent. He didn't really do that much, I thought, um, apart from just being him and being annoying, obviously. Um, but yeah, if if people can turn up, you know, on, on the defensive line performance like this, uh, I think I think we're going to be all right. Kerry Hyder showed up, even though it's late at him, and I think I had him cut him at last fifty-three, so. Apologies for that. Um, but yeah, where, where do you go? They're all outstanding. It's good to see Drake Jackson getting the, snap, the snaps and, and the sacks. I can't speak. <laughs> the sacks. Cool. Save him. Well, I think what amazed me the most is the fact that we shut down the run. So a lot of people listening to this show play fantasy football. Najee Harris, the Steelers, he's what you take him in your first round. The Steelers want to play very similar, use the run to take the pressure off Kenny Pickett. If you listen to Najee's extensive scouting report, you knew their offensive coordinator wasn't going to bring any kind of whistles and bells like what Shanahan does. And the fact the box score reads 10 rushes for 41 yards. And we talked in the preview about Hargrave and Armstead together. Like you said, Najee, it's always great to see 97 out there. But he was a non-factor. Was pleased for Drake Jackson. He showed well last year, faded away a little bit. But I've seen a tweet that I've just pulled up on my phone. I follow a Steelers fan. I did a show a few months ago. The Steelers fan had a cheeky bet with me that if we lost, it was a forfeit. And he's tweeted out that he's not worried about his Steelers at the moment. However, the 49ers, and I mean it when I say this, maybe looking at the one of the most dominant defensive years of all time. And then he listed 
the 85 Bears, the Ravens, the Bucks, the Steelers. And I thought, you, you know, we take it for granted because we were the number one defence last year. Their one touchdown came up because we kind of played a bit of soft coverage. And I think Thomas and Lenar didn't work they great in that key. instance. Yeah. But we slammed our foot back down on the throat. And we all talked about our score predictions, which we'll get to, because Mr. Gowland was very competitive, everyone, may I add. Mm, and there was a I moment in the game, Nadji, where Jake Moody was lined up to kick, and the rumours were the certain El Presidente was going, miss, miss, because he was getting <laughs> that competitive about his scores. But we'll get on to that in a moment. But this defence, it's just picky uh, I'm just smiling from ear to ear. And Lee. I will let you off with at least half a point, but you nearly said fantastic. Now that was nearly the MC, but not Armstead. No, I didn't didn't get the end of it out there. You said it, I'll count it. Yeah, it's definitely half a point, that one. (laughs) So somebody I kind of went under the radar was uh, Yvonne Kinlaw, and he had his best game since his rookie season. Statistically his best game. He had a 72 overall rating. Um, he was on snaps. Li- yeah, 24 snaps. He was on limited snaps. He had two hurries and a run stop. And mm-hmm. he did actually look a lot better than what we've seen him in the last couple of years. Um, obviously, we went through training camp and um, all the players, as well as the coaches, were all trying to big him up a little bit. Um, obviously, he's in a contract here as well. So it's in his best interest to give it 110%. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, he does step up and becomes that player that we thought he would become um, I think he's gone next year regardless of whether or not he does play well but it'll be interesting to see if we do get one really good season out of him yeah, yeah. hopefully he will hopefully he'll stay fit um, Yeah, and That's... learn from the players around him and, and benefit from having those players around him I, I kind of put him in the same category of all the, you know, all, all those linemen that we keep signing up for one year contract every year, like the Givens and the Hyder and yeah. all of those guys. I think that's, he, he might have a year like that where we didn't actually expect too much from him. And it turns out at the end of the year, we're like, oh, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. If signed back us, you know, with us, it would be a nice thing. Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen because he's quite young and somebody will snap him. Saturday, you know, somebody like that. Um, but yeah, I, that's that's what I'm expecting from him now. He, he did play really well. Um, it, I think it's a lot easier when you have Hargrave and <laughs> Farrell and Bossa and, and Drake Jackson playing the way they did. Um, yeah. We should talk secondary. There was actually quite a lot of mm. uh, information and news. Interesting development. Isaiah Oliver actually played the same amount of snap as Ambry Thomas in the slot, which I, I think was pretty interesting and played pretty well. <laughs> I think yeah, I had my eye on him every time he, he walked on. And um, I don't know if maybe he just doesn't care about preseason. And <laughs> now he's just cranked it up a, a notch. Um, but yeah, pre, it, it, the whole secondary bread, excellent, obviously. Two picks, should have been free thread. Um yeah. But two picks. Off, should have been four, um, Fred. Should have been well off goal because he had two. He had two that he could have easily caught. Yeah, and the deflection to to half, yeah. didn't he? So, uh, but yeah, uh, apart from Lenore's silly um, penalties on that drive that kept that should alive, never have been a penalty. 
Well, that it should did never have been a penalty. Definitely. Oh, sorry, that, that one was definitely yeah. a penalty. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no getting <laughs> wrong. No, I'm talking about the illegal contact because he was in. He's within yeah. five yards of the line of scrimmage. He was yeah, within five the yards, and he's thing. like. Uh, he's it's, still locked up. Yeah, some, I he? mean, you know, he's it, within five yards of the line of scrimmage. That's that's the rule. You you win some, you lose some, and those kind yeah. of call give them seven points. It doesn't ultimately matter, but uh, it's more the tackle out of bounds. Because like, come yeah. on, man, this is the kind of thing that loses you games when it's tight. Um, I mean, I'm not complaining. It got me two points. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not that he's competitive, everyone. No, I to sit next to him on Sunday. The only mm. thing about the, the the penalties is we sat here a year ago about Greenlaw and the Bears game. Greenlaw was a bit sloppy. Hopefully, Lenar bounces back. Because like you said, a shutout would have been awesome because they weren't scoring in a month of Sundays the way they were playing. Like you said, Gareth, that I think, what, their first, first down end of the second half. Um, and we'd predicted quite a close game because we'd listened to all mm. the experts. We should just go... That were gut. But uh, yes, I had to sit next to Lee. He had the spreadsheet on his phone. And let me tell oh, you, God. none of us are touching that spreadsheet apart from him. <laughs> God, I think you need to lock, put a pin on it, Gareth, and lock it once, and once it's done. Oliver wearing 26 <laughs> is confusing because automatically yeah, you think of Warmack. Um, yeah. And you're right, yeah, Reggie. He, he did play better. Ward played well, um, given that there were some concerns with his injury before the game. You know, nothing major. But I did like Huffanga. What did you make of his rugby style pass, Nagy? Just needed to get it a little bit behind. <laughs> it was this close to be it's so yeah. hard to do that speed, and it was, it was a good attempt. I liked it, and it really shows the way the team is set up. Right? Just don't care. Don't care about scoring decisions. Just give it to your friend. He's right there, and it's better for the whole team. I I just love the mentality of that defense. We took their soul from the first snap and just didn't let it go. And they had nothing. And, you know, Nigeria has played pretty well. Eight they, they just couldn't run the ball because they were behind so early. Um, and Pickens made an incredible catch too. <laughs> I think they're really good. I think they're going to get better for sure. Um, but I'm, well, I'm not sure about Pickett. I think I think he's got a work to do. Um, but yeah, but they weren't expecting us to be that good that soon. And, uh, and, and we made them pay for it. Um, even Tomlin said... Didn't see that coming. Uh, that was that was dominant to say the least. Um, yeah, more of the the whole season, please, and uh, it's going to be super fun to watch. I so I think I think I was just about to say I think we've kind of ignored the one player that the whole fan base want us to talk about. Bruno, Colton McKivitt. McKivitt. Oh, I mean, we we're going to come back to. Talk about all the things. Right? Well, we've we've moved smoothly into um, some areas to work on. I think mm-hmm. that uh, sounds like a good place to start. Well, let's so, talk Greenlaw real quick before we go there. Whilst we're on well, defense, man. how good is he? <laughs> he was yeah. everywhere. He was, and those tackles. I mean, that one. He got a bit lucky on that tackle on the sideline. The head, neck, can as a bit. Ugh. But. Um, yeah, he's so good. Uh, I hope we can. I think he's in a contract year too, isn't it? Because we signed him for two years. Yeah, it was only two years year ago. Extension, yeah. 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 So, again, it's going to be difficult to keep all of these people around, but I think um, he's. Hang on. A motor. Isn't this his first year of the extension? Oh, it, yeah. He was already, he, yeah, yeah. Because he was already in contract last year. Oh, uh, okay. 
Right. So we extended him back in the September. Well, more, but I mean, yeah. even late, longer than this. I think this is the kind of guy I, I hope and I wish he can stay with us for his entire career. And I know yeah. players don't really tend to do this nowadays, and, and it's a shame. But if we can keep those two forever, um, at Bowman Willis type kind of, um, it, it would be amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Greenlow. More of that, please. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so, and. Oren Burks is actually the third uh, linebacker in the group. Um, Dev Sharp-wise, he played something like eight or ten snaps behind those two. It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, I didn't think he would be. I thought it would be Flanagan fall, but it looks like Burks is taking the job. It's, it's good to see that they're fighting for. It makes us better. So, right, Colton McKivitz. <laughs> so I I understand the fan base turning around and pointing out that he didn't have a particularly good game. A lot of people seem to forget that's his very first game at right tackle. Mm-hmm. He was going up against a three times all pro defensive end who was one year removed from being defensive player of the year. He only allowed five five quarterback pressures. Now, if that was Bosa, we'd be expecting Bosa to get nine, ten, eleven quarterback hurries, quarterback pressures. And I think that's not bad for where we took him. He's a fifth-round mm. pick. True. Yeah, playing his very first game at right tackle against the three-times All-Pro. I thought for that value pick, we got decent value out of that. He, he played to the level that you'd expect him to play. Now, with it being his first game at right tackle, I think he'll improve. Mm-hmm. I think, I, so I think there's room there for improvement. I think people are being a bit premature to say we need to get rid of him. I think the fact that Burford didn't have the best of games was purely because McKivitz was getting bullied yeah. during the game. I think once McKivitz gets a little bit more experience and, and progresses a little bit, that'll shore up the right guard position as well. I think Spence yeah. Burford would um, definitely benefit from that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I understand it. He looked poor. Yeah, but there are was poor, but he's got room the, for improvement. Yeah, this is probably the hardest game he's going to play this year, right? Until we get to to the playoffs and beyond. Oh, um, until next week, and he comes up against Aaron Donald. Well, Donald plays more interior, and it's he more does, of a yeah. team effort, isn't it? Like, as a pure one on one matchup, I, I'm not sure who else we're going to play that's as good as TJ White because he, he is very, very good. There's no. There's no doubt about that. He's awesome. Three uh, sacks, two false fumble. Uh, you know, despite all that, they couldn't do anything. But you know, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that your first start as right, right guard, uh, right tackle. You have to go against it, that guy. The one concern I have is the, you know, the the run blocking grade that he got, and we didn't really run well his way at all. There was a couple of good ones, but we mostly ran well. Obviously, towards Trent, um, uh, but yeah, I think he's gonna because if we we and we have to kind of do the comparison with McGlinchey because uh, he's a pure replacement. If McGlinchey, yes, wasn't good in the pass protection, but when we're running his side, we're running his side and we were going. So he's gonna have to improve in either of those two if we wanna if we wanna have a shot at having a job next year, and unless we draft, of course, but. Yeah, no, I don't. Th- I didn't think it was that bad. Um, the the game didn't. I mean, he didn't need to have the best of games. 
last thing the game was in the bag pretty early on, so makes it a lot easier. Um, but yeah, I will keep an eye on him, see if he improves. I think why it stood out, Nadji, is the sacks came from his side. And like Lee yeah. said, we saw a few murmurings on social media, but I also saw, Lee, those murmurings from the Broncos fans because McGlinchey got paid handsomely. And I've seen a couple of clips where McGlinchey didn't do so well protecting Russell mm. Wilson. But it's his first game. We've won in a dominant performance. So it's one that I'm not overly worried about at the moment. But I had seen the tweet, Lee, where it says he's playing Donald next week. And then there's a guy for the Giants whose name there's no way I can pronounce. So <laughs> I'm not even going to try. And then you look <laughs> at the list, he's going to get better and better, hopefully. And if not, yeah. some restructuring. We've got draft capital. Dare I say it, we've got some picks to use next year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I don't think we're going to touch much of that uh, cap space at all. I think we're no. going to carry that over. Yeah, we need it for both of us in yeah. two, three years. <laughs> when well, when we, this contract hits for 44. Amber need it for you, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, absolutely. it's nice to have a bit of uh, spare cash for working in the season if something becomes available, doesn't it? I, I don't absolutely. suppose we thought McCaffrey was going to be available at the start of the season, so you, you never know quite how it goes. I, I didn't think McKivitz had a terrible game either, given that who he was up against. I think you're right. It's it's TJ Watt's three sacks, therefore McKivitz must have had a bad game. And I think what makes a lot of right tackles look like they're having a bad game Uh and if, if that's going to be the best guy he's got to face for the next few weeks, then I think he, he held his own well. He wasn't a liability, and I don't think he, he gave away a penalty either. So uh, certainly not a uh, full start. So he seems to have some composure because uh, obviously you see that if you've given up a couple of sacks, tends to follow that that player might well start doing the odd full start penalty or, or holding penalty as well. So... Yeah, something to improve on, I think, and and we are we are picking holes. So, because that's about all we can really find to pick holes in, other than I think the um, uh, penalties in general. But it is week one, and this has happened before, and we know we can clean those up. So, I'm not not hugely concerned. Your uh, your players, your player watch. This could be quite quick. I was just yeah, about to say the same thing. How did your guy do? So Sammy Womack had nine snaps all on special teams. He had one tackle um, and he's almost unfortunate enough to cause a muffed punt mm. because the ball hit him in the back as he was running down. Yeah, that was a bit... Mm. Yeah. Luckily poison, enough, poison, uh, poison. So, uh, yeah. I think it was Ray Ray who uh, picked it up. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah, a bounce of him, picked it up, and yeah. got a few yards off. That was lucky, yeah. But yeah, quite dear. Quite dear for <laughs> Sammy. Well, it's not the Ronnie Bell breakout show. The number 10 isn't hung up there, the number 11 <laughs> is. My boy took seven snaps. He made no mistakes, because I don't think we even got Good the in this direction. However, he saw the field, so promising starts. But yeah, unfortunately, when I screenshot it earlier, Zero, 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 apart from the snap count. But we're not sat here saying he dropped the ball or made a mistake. Yeah. Well, it's better than my guy. My guy didn't even get on the field. Jordan Mason didn't play. But with Mitchell getting 10 snaps, uh, I think it's interesting how you're going to go about that. And uh, I'll keep an eye on that. And if this carries on, he gets no work at all, which is weird. Um, Mm. I I will have to pick somebody else. I, I thought 
it was odd that we didn't see him for at least two or three carries towards the end of the game there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Given that he is the uh, the closer or the, the finisher. finisher yeah. Absolutely. Well, well other than other than a couple of the penalties you mentioned, my guy Diomedor Lenore had quite a game. Ten tackles led uh, yeah. led both sides with that. Eight solo tackles. Um I think you're right, the the five yard uh, uh defensive holding could have gone either way. Uh I did think at, at first Look, I thought, oh no, it's it's not giving away those stupid late hit penalties. Uh, when I watched it back, I don't know that there's a lot he could really do. He's kind of going over. He's he's gone in a little bit recklessly, but I don't think he re- really went to to hit the player. I, I think yeah. he's going over, and he can't really avoid the collision. The two players come together. Uh, you're always going to get flagged. I've got no uh, no argument with that. But on on second glance, I didn't think it was as 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 a stupid a penalty. As when I first saw it, I thought he's he's committed to it, and yeah, the guy's getting hit. Sorry, you out of bounds, but deal with it. So, uh, so I thought we had quite a good game, which is in stark contrast to the score predictions competition, um, which possibly Lee would like to uh, uh, introduce. Can you even get it on the screen for those uh, watching us on the YouTube? I can do it. I've got it right there. Boom. Right. Do you have the spreadsheet? Or do you I have do. the actual web page? It's the web page that we want. I've got the spreadsheet. Right. Which is I'll I'll, I'll get the web page because the spreadsheet okay. you start clicking into the cells and all sorts of happen. All right, where are we at? And it wouldn't like he any mistakes that happen, everyone. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. No, he's, he's, w- he's winning, isn't he? So no one a no one's touching it. Sh- a new law for the show and he's booing <laughs> Jake Moody. Hundred percent record there we had there, and he was booing I our did kicker. Not. Boo, Jack Moody. We'll, we'll get uh, yeah, to Jake Moody in a minute. Liz. We need to talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think we should talk about Jake now while uh, Lee's oh, yeah, digging around yes. for his spreadsheet. Yeah. Um. Exactly the game he needed. Perfect game. Three extra points. Three field goals. Uh. Two in uh, forty yards. The the ones we kind of expected from the from the days of Robbie Gold that they're pretty much bankers if we can uh, get something like a. Uh, 46, 47-yard field goal. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the time, I haven't been worried about them going over. Um, thought he had a composed game. And particularly with that slightly messed up sequence with the uh, the blocked mm. field goal attempt to Mish Wisnowski, I thought he was going to run oh, it in oh, and it was all, all, all run back. But uh, so uh, I think they uh, t- timed out as well, tried to ice him. So uh, I yeah, think he's did, did, all yeah, of absolutely. that. Yeah, good performance. Yeah, and straight down the middle, pretty much. Um, you know, clean, confident, kicking. That's what we want to see. Obviously, we're going to need to see more of that before it becomes something we don't even gloss over and something automatic. Um, but yeah, no, much much better than his first outing, that's for sure. But Paul, you're you're the moody guy. Happy. Mm. you got to be, right? Yeah, I mean, three for three on field goals. Three for three on extra points. The only knock on special teams, Gareth, would be because he's not 100% fit. Mitch had to do some of the kickoffs and some didn't yeah. make it. And the Steelers nearly brought a couple back. But I think once Moody's fully fit, we'll see. That's why he's been brought in as well because it negates that kind of yeah. return game. But yeah, Nadji, obviously we had a bit of a joke on social media because we were hiring him on our Mockraft <laughs> show. But like you said, there's a bit of talk, a bit of a worry, Gareth, coming into this game. It might yeah, be an I was issue. Say. Yeah. And it wasn't so because Ronnie Bell wasn't there. I had to find something to talk about, chat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lee, you've got it there, ready on the screen. Come on. So, what do you want us to do? Talk about the way. It, uh... Well, I mean, 
I think somebody needs to answer to their prediction. To, to Gareth. I mean, that that is just shocking, that Gareth. What's shocking. going on here, Gareth? No, it's a you know. very simple answer. You know, we've we've put put this into the show as a as a new segment. We're hoping that you know people might follow it and take a bit of fun throughout the season. And to be honest, I felt that you guys need a bit of a help. I don't want to run away with the league by like week five, <laughs> week six. So to try and keep it interesting, try and keep the you know the engagement up on the show, I thought I'll I'll give you guys a bit of a head start. Well, so that's it, that's my answer. If it makes you feel any better, Gareth. A 50-burger no. in week three, it is more likely now after the score last night. Mm, absolutely. Very true, very true, very, very true. Yeah, I think I think the whole takeaway of this is uh, how how dare we doubt Brock and this team. We scored 30 every time when he played, and none That's of true. us went for 30. And uh, I mean, some of us are paying more than others. But uh, yeah, we should, should have, Paul said we should listen to our heart and not to the pundits. That thought the Steelers were a good team. I think they are, just not yet. Not, not on Sunday, anyway. Um, but, yeah. Just got so to yeah, le- pre-season. The- pre-season, yeah, exactly. a lot of people said the Steelers were the team. There was a lot of hype from their own media. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, Lee, you nearly, on episode one, you were close, weren't you, buddy? Because you nearly got the right score. I did, yeah. I yeah got the right point. Uh, so for for the people that don't have the video, it's uh, Lee got seven points, predicting twenty seven thirteen. Uh, Paul got seven points too, which you know doesn't matter how you get it. Twenty eight twenty one, uh, and I got five points with twenty one twenty, just finding the winner. And then uh, Gareth, unshamelessly oh. at the bottom, predicting what's, a loss. What's zero points in French? Uh, zero point. <laughs> Not nil point. That's only for the Eurovision. Only for the Eurovision. I, I, I don't even deserve Eurovision uh, nope. standard. Nope. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully next week I uh, I will break my duck and uh, get off the bottom of the table. Um, yeah. But my my hopes aren't high. Anyway, I was on a roll was, as well. Uh, I I predicted a Detroit win, which happened. Mm. I was very close to the score too, and um, yeah. Mm. I think the lesson I've learned is as the season goes on, Lee will definitely be using that spreadsheet maker's predictions where I'm just going to come in and go, nine is win every week, where Lee's going to put a little bit more part into it. Oh, so yeah. It was That's very interesting sat next this to is, him watching him check the spreadsheet on his phone. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Not that he's competitive at all. No, not at all. This was supposed to be a no. bit of fun, Lee. Bit it of fun. is fun. Yeah, <laughs> Winning That's is fun. Speaking of fun, um, some typical week one results from around the league. Uh, anything, any of those results give you something to smile about? Yeah, the Seahawks lost. <laughs> I told you they were a bad team. They lost bad as well, which, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's week one. Who knows? Um, I, I urge people to watch Dolphin Charlotte's game. That was very good. It was a good game. Yeah, I watched that when I, I was going to it's, they, I'm, not, I'm not changing my prediction, but I would love to see that again in the AFC Championship. Dolphins, Chargers, mm. and um, the Dolphins game plan of seeming to get 20 to 40 yards on every play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, just, uh, just it was a fun game. A fun game <laughs> yeah. to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, duh. And then, yeah, I think the Falcons are real, though. You know, I, I was, I'm high on them this year. And they looked really good. I know Panthers aren't. Maybe the best team to beat around, but yeah, 
The only thing I missed from this week, Gareth, was I was at a mini watch party. Didn't have Reds going on. I'm looking forward to Sunday with Hanson doing the whole seven hours commercial free football. And I haven't fully caught up around the league, but my friend who's a Cowboys fan, Nadji, is definitely very hyped after that performance. One, because he got him 35 points from his fantasy team for defence only. And when I looked at Dak Prescott's fantasy score, I thought, I have won that game because I obviously hadn't watched it. I didn't stay up for it. But the NFL is back. Let's just go to the show. The experts don't always know what they're talking about. And yes, my friend who's a Seahawks fan is very bitter that we won and they didn't. Yeah, so. this is fun. I love, I love when that happens. Anything from you, Lee? Anything catch your eye? Um, not really. I mean, the only game I got to see was the second half of the um, Dolphins-Chargers game, um, which was a fabulous game. Yeah, um, it was. <laughs> no, I mean, the, look, looking at the scores. So I went and read about the uh, the, the Seahawks-Rams. I, I, I was over the moon with that score. Um, hopefully the Lions turn them over next week as well just to make mm. my ticket price a little bit uh, cheaper for Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> um, that would be absolutely ideal if, if that happens. Booed um, off at week one, I think, at Lumen. Yeah. Oh, did they? Wonderful. Mm. Wonderful. So I, th- I, I think the first chance they've got of a win would be in week three where they've got uh, a home game against the Panthers. Mm. But it's not guaranteed. Yeah. It's not guaranteed no. because, as Naji said, and uh, as I've said before, I think last year's um, win-loss column for the Seahawks flattered them quite yeah. a bit. Okay. Um, the Bengals lost. That was interesting. Um, yeah. Week one. No, Joe, no, Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow benched. Mm. Week one, weird stuff. We'll see. I think it, uh, if we want to conclude here, we are. week one's always weird in the NFL, but our win didn't feel like a week one. Oh, what happened kind of thing. Yeah, we looked as good as we did last year. Yeah, but just we went there, took care of business. They didn't show up, to be fair. I think the game could have been a lot more competitive. Um, and I think I was right saying probably the best time to play teams like the Steelers is week one, you know, early on when they haven't quite figured out what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I think we. I don't think we're an anomaly. Um, this this looked too good and just exactly like it looked like it last year. So confidence is very high. Yeah, I think that's a good summary to end on, Naji. Unless you guys have got any other final thoughts to top that. Nope, none from me. Yeah. Me neither. So thanks, lads. Thanks to everyone that enjoys the show. Don't forget, you can like, comment, subscribe and share and do all of that sort of stuff. We will be back later in the week to look forward to our annual visit to Levi South as we face the, (laughs) yes, it's true, unbeaten Rams. Until then, go Niners. Go Niners. Niners. Bang, bang, nana gang. We love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with Rob Tom. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side.